welcome to Pastors at Home, a chat with your pastors about living for Jesus when we can't meet up in real life. One take, unfiltered, lo-fi. My name's Jeff Hunt, and I'm joined today by Erin May Wicks. Hello. And Liana Hunt. Hello. Nice to have you here in the lounge room. In the lounge room today. Yeah. <laughs> a safe two metres apart from each other. Once mm-hmm. again, although we do need to... Uh, bring our technology up to speed to do this remotely. I feel like that's yes, coming as well. we may need to. Mm-hmm. I can just phone in. You can just, uh, you know, put me on speaker next to your phone. <laughs> Hold up your phone to my phone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We, we did say low, low fire up top, didn't Two we? motor so rollers just dueling <laughs> for sound quality. <laughs> it's like sound quality is stepping down several times before it gets to you. We apologise. Uh, today's topic is uh, the joys, dangers and struggles of isolation and particularly the early days of isolation because I feel like we're going to come back to this topic uh, down the track. Yeah. Um, and we don't really have all this worked out. Like no. we are in the early days of isolation as well. So we're really just kind of talking through... We are workshopping this. How we're experiencing it, what things have we found so far in our experience and uh, what are the things that we've started thinking about in terms of the Christian life in isolation. Mm-hmm. So does anyone want to kick us off? Well, what's it been like so far? How long have we been in it's isolation? It's kind of hard to know which day it is, right? So yes. I don't even know. I think we've only been doing this for 10 days, okay. maybe, I think. It's not many. And even then it stepped down or yeah. up over that time. Mm, you know, the distance, yeah. yeah. Because it started off and it was just like, you can keep going to things, but you can't be over 500 people. Yeah, and yeah. then it was over 100 yeah, it's like, well, people. that was easy. Yeah, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> Liana's like, I don't have 500 friends. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, glad we got that school assembly in last week, because otherwise... <laughs> Blessing and also silver the sweet, lining. the sweet relief of not having the school Anzac assembly. Please, no one from Rosalie <laughs> listen to that. <laughs> We love our Anzacs and we support them. I do. I just don't want to go with my kids at 6am on the last day. It was rough. Yeah. yeah, it's a cruel and unusual punishment. So instead you'll be housing your own Anzac Day service at 6am Yeah, we can watch it from right? live from Canberra. Hmm. And then it was four square metres and then it was kind of even less mm. than that and now it's kind of no house parties, no gatherings. Yeah. And You're going to have one or two friends over. Like That's yes. what I heard the PM say yeah. yesterday. Yeah. 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 Ez is our one friend right now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Luckily, until they kick me out and then I'll be doing a shout out for a new friend. <laughs> well, hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So I feel like even that maximum isolation time is only a couple of days old. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not the maximum, but where yeah. we're at now. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Which I think yeah. is adding to the discombobulation of, of everything because it's, it's a... It's just a feeling of oddness in yeah. the air. Yeah. And nobody knows what normal is anymore. Yeah. Like, you forget what day it is. Like, you wake yeah. up in the morning and think, well, actually, what am I doing today? What, yes. Where am I going? What should I be focusing on? Yeah, does it even matter? Yeah. Well, I just suggested before we could colour code our days. We're <laughs> red on Monday, green on Tuesday. Does that mean everything? Everyone's wearing red shirts on yeah, Monday? Yeah, well, that way you just have a sense of time. I think it is hard, though. <laughs> I think it is really important to create a sense of rhythm Mm. I mean, I lean quite heavily on the events of the week to create yeah. a sense of rhythm. And even if you a miss structure. one week of church, yeah. you're like, 
throws I don't, you off. Yeah, I don't even know what's happening in my life anymore. I like this though because then if you're pulling out the cheese from the fridge and you're thinking, is this too old? When did we buy this? Oh no, wait, we bought it when we were in purple. Purple yeah. was, exactly. yep, yeah, five days ago. This cheese is fine. Exactly. Yeah. Makes sense. You know it. <laughs> the Hunt family are going to look like the Wiggles from now on. <laughs> no, because we'll all be in the same colour on the same day. Oh, right. We've yeah. already got Jeff, so that's easy. And Dorothy, the dinosaur. Oh, you really do. You're quite We are on the there. way there. Yep. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, yep. So, so isolation. Your yep. thoughts ramble too far. Mm. <laughs> well, this topic kind of came up for me just at, like last week. Who have... Uh, as, as my nephew sometimes says, yesterday, a little while ago. Yeah. yeah. Sometime. Um, in setting up the my office at home and my computer and stuff. By which he means an Ikea kid's desk <laughs> in the Lego room. It's rough. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I've had conversations with lots of people about um, kind of thinking about pornography and computer use at yeah. home mm. and just the dangers of that. And, I, and it just occurred to me, like, I need to really think this through setting up my computer in a place where people can see it regularly just so that everything is above board so that, that doesn't become in any way a, a thing that can be yeah. inappropriate. Mm. And, you know, I, I'm talking to new church guys about that all the time and I thought I need to be modelling what that kind of looks like, um, even if it's just in selfies that I take and put on social media or whatever. Um and so I think but that's... Because also your nature of your work is that some things on your screen are confidential and you want to have, you know, pastoral con- conversations which are confidential. So there's that tension. And your children are delightful, but they don't necessarily the quietest people in the world. So trying to figure out... No, how some have... of them might even be the noisiest people in the world. So. <laughs> yeah, trying to figure out tricky. how to have a, yeah, an office space which is above approach but mm. also usable... Mm. It's yeah. quite tricky. Yeah, so what I've done is I've, I'm, I'm working with the door open all the time. Um, the door that goes out onto the veranda? Oh, no. And into the, the internal house. Oh, into the house as well. As well. Yeah. Um, and just closing it when I need to make a phone call. And it helps that I um, did ministry training on campus. And so my first ministry office was the student cafe, yeah. which is like the noisiest venue in the world. So I like plenty of noise around me is fine. That's how you work in our office yeah. all the time, yeah. so easily. I love it. Yeah. You know? yeah. I hate that. He, he, he just tunes story. out the yeah. ambient noise around yeah, him. Yeah. And that it's noise true. is usually me asking him questions. I know. I told <laughs> Jeff his lunch was ready three times today and he <laughs> didn't hear me at all. I was editing this podcast. Oh. I had my headphones. You said it was unedited. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey. <laughs> 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 I just put the little intro music on oh, the front. Oh, fair enough. It, yes. We have intro music? Yeah. I recorded Kipling playing piano. <laughs> He will hate Best. you for that. No, but I just we won't tell him until he's eighteen. A really fine. lovely kind of at home oh, vibe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we can always change it. And maybe let's not tell anyone which child it is, even though you've already oh, yeah. said it. Whoops. People may have forgotten yeah. already. Yeah, people will forget, and he'll never see anyone, so it won't even matter. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was actually thinking about that, like when we were talking about making the workplace above reproach. Like last week, we were finishing reading one Peter with the boys mm. um, for our Bible reading. And um, just reading in chapter 5, 1 Peter 5, verse 8, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And I thought, oh, yeah, like 
things have changed. Like we're all experienced this, experiencing this kind of um, destabilization of the routines and habits which help us to be disciplined in all sorts of ways in how we use our time, in what we do, in what we do online. Um, mm. And I think the devil is always prowling around looking for mm. ways to draw us into sin. And when things are changing and life isn't feeling very stable, that's when we are kind of vulnerable to sin and vulnerable to doing things that we might not normally even think to do mm. you know like you might think oh that would never be a problem for me but we're all spending a lot more time online out of necessity and i mean we're very blessed that this is all happening at a time when we can stay so connected and people yeah. can keep working but now we're all kind of vulnerable and the devil's prowling around and he wants us to yeah, and he, he, he's very creative and mm. so are we. Like mm. our, our mm. sinful hearts don't just stomp out one sin and then, you know, like there's, mm. there's it's like a little garden of weeds. Yes, you know, you yeah. think you've got one patch sorted and yeah. then you turn around and there's there's a new kind of patch yeah. that needs weeding. Yeah. And so, yeah, we do constantly have to be thinking, um, mm. yeah, how can I be living for Jesus in all areas of my life? Mm. And some I think that's a really good point to think that, Actually, some things that have never been a temptation before, um, actually in this new yeah. time, actually are going to be new struggles. Yeah, and we're not no longer controlled by shame of people knowing or yeah you know, needing to that whole meet public, with people or the public yeah. life sphere is mm. like evaporated. Yeah, <laughs> and even almost for a lot of us, like the private life is getting smaller. Like it's just really mm. we're almost in our little secret mm. lives yeah. now. Yeah, so how do we resist the devil and stand firm in the faith when mm. you are basically living, not secretly, but very privately now? Mm. With, yeah. But with, yeah, still lots of temptations out there. That's a great question. And I'll just add to it, especially when the conditions are really dangerous as well. Yeah, stressful. Like stressful, mm. like loneliness. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, just that kind of, Isolation. Isolation. <laughs> That's what yeah. it's called, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of being up in your own head. And, yeah. um, and just the change of your world. Like they talk about when you kind of yeah. like move to another country, particularly mm. they talk with missionaries about getting culture shock. Mm. You're going to move to a new country and, you know, how you get your food is going to be different, how you communicate with mm. going to be people is different, how, what you do in your daily life is going to be different. They go through all these spheres mm. of your life, it's going to be completely different. And they talk about how you're going to get culture shock and here's how to manage it and expect it. Mm. I actually think we need to have that mentality yeah. of we are living in this brave new corona world yeah. and we should be thinking, oh yeah, wait, I'm experiencing a sense of culture shock here because yeah. my world has changed mm. Yes, yeah. and that's what it is. And it is like you don't really... I mean, I, you don't realise until this kind of thing happens how much you lean on all the structures around you mm. to, you know, give you productivity and happiness. And I mean, I don't know about anyone else, but go, having to go out and talk to people almost forces me to get out of my head and put my happy face on. And <laughs> yeah. then once I put my happy face on for a while, I am happy. Like, yeah, yeah. whereas if I'm just at home, <laughs> it's like there's nothing to break me out of that. Like, how do I yeah. break out of whatever problem my mind is kind of dwelling on right now? And there's something in the way that we're made, like, you know, we are made to for service, like to, to mm. love and serve others, mm. um, not just to be kind of self-obsessed and mm. kind of to be at home consuming mm. kind of stuff on TV mm. and binging It is going to be boring. Yeah. yeah. So that will be, that will be taken away from lots of us. Like even just like thinking about uni churches 
who normally do youth group and yeah. love it and yeah. they benefit greatly from it to have that removed we'll need to be really creative about finding new ways to stretch ourselves to serve others um, within our kind of smaller units whether that's a family or people we share our house with things like that so on the one hand it's resisting the devil mm-hmm. and on the other yeah. hand it's creating some I don't know foundation not foundations I like Jesus is the foundation but creating kind of the structures that will help us yeah, yeah mm. to keep things I think and we haven't I feel like we've asked a lot of questions haven't given all the answers yet sorry you can uh, text in some questions later this is where we're all at Uh, (laughs) we're literally workshopping this but I think it's important just the fact that you're recognising that that there will be new temptations and that the devil is real Mm. and he's going to be creative in trying to uh, not help us live for Jesus in this time I feel like that's you know the, the first step is admitting totally. out a problem yeah. just yeah. recognising that but they might you know. not even be new temptations they might be old temptations which we've been able to resist before yeah mm. yeah. yeah. but our methods mm. of like resisting yeah, yeah. are gone. yeah so resist him and stand firm in the faith I'm just like looking at 1 Pete 5 yeah which take like it just reminds me of James 4 mm. as well uh, verse 7 and 8 maybe um, where it talks about, you can read it for us, Leanna. I'll quote, misquote it badly. No, which way is James? Now I'm like, yeah, you're in one feeder. I'm really nervous, so I'm not going to find it. But James 4 talks about like. I can hear you flicking the paper. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone the wrong way. James 4, what? James 4, verse 7 and 8. I should James say something James 4, verse 7. Yeah. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw yeah. you to God and he will draw you to you. Yeah. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands. <laughs> purify yourself. You sinners and purify your hearts. We're washing our hands. It's all fine. We're doing the third step. We need to do the first two steps as well. Oh, right. It's not just the hands. <laughs> he might not be literally talking about hands either. But anyway. Yeah. Mm, but coming but to maybe God. that's a helpful thing. We are washing our hands all the time. Yes, and, yeah. you know, just like uh, like anyone out there who's at all medical or scientific, just like block your ears. <laughs> just like, you know, washing your hands is kind of that break in the cycle of, you know, all the germs that you've touched up and sp- touched and spreading around. Like you wash them all away. Maybe when we wash our hands, we can think about that. Like mm. what that moment to That we have been washed clean. Yeah, think yeah. about washing our hands of sin, purifying your hearts, and mm. yeah. The other thing, in, which is kind of step mm. two in that, is the coming near to God. Yeah. I think that's yeah. especially important because there are, you know, like St. Matthew's is creating these avenues for us to continue meeting together, mm-hmm. uh, to not give up doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, although, but it's gonna, it's harder, right? It's mm. online now and... Well, it's just new. It's new. It's not yeah. harder, it's just different. I think yeah. it's harder. Change is hard. It's way better to... Oh, it's more fun to be together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's easier to have a conversation face-to-face, yeah. as evidenced by this conversation right now. <laughs> yeah, which is that's right. Like, getting a little out of control. It's going to get super clunky when we're <laughs> <laughs> zooming in <laughs> to each other. Um, so, mm-hmm. but just to continue, like, that is going to be one of the key things. Yeah, that's right. To continue um, meeting together, to keep on kind of being in that, that fellowship mm. and encouragement of your small group or 
you know, watching the Sunday gathering and then, you know, having a Zoom chat afterwards to, to talk about it and just to encourage each other. Mm. You know, if, you've, if you're in a one-to-one or you were in the past or, you know, you could be to set that up just so you're regularly checking in with mm. another Christian just to talk about how yeah. you're going, yeah. how you're going, kind of resisting the devil. You can pray together yeah. on phone or whatever yeah. you're doing. You sure can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that... Um, <clears throat> like I woke up yesterday and I, I've, I had different stages of grief. I don't mm. know if I've got to all of them yet. I don't remember all of them. I think there's seven, five. There's a lot don't of them. I don't know. I usually just get stuck on anger, <laughs> <laughs> whatever that is. <laughs> I think you can cycle back, shouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yesterday I remember distinctly waking up and feeling, I don't know what to do. Mm. Like, actually, I, I don't mm. even know what I'm meant to be doing today. What do I do? And I... I had this feel with this. I can feel like I could see the wave in the ocean coming, and I was like, "No, wait, <coughs> wait. We're just going to start with the basics. Let's start with the basics. Mm. Let's. We'll do some exercise. We'll read my Bible, and mm. I'll have a cup of tea. Yeah. Let's just do those three things. Mm. Do something good for my body and good for my soul. Uh, and I don't know. Tea's good for everything, so you should yeah. always have a cup of tea. Yeah. Um, replace it for coffee if that's your, you know, yeah. beverage of mm-hmm. choice. Yeah. But then it was amazing actually after I'd done those three things then I was like, oh, okay, now I mm. can actually face the day. Mm. And I think actually this for me has been a challenge just to get back to the basics yeah. mm. because the structure to get things is gone, mm. to get things in line is gone. So I need to kind of give myself a little bit of structure and that structure needs to be the most important things. And so making that get back to the basics of spending time with God at the beginning of every day I think it's going to be really important. Mm. In a way, it's a good time to get back to that because when life is busy, yeah. and I don't know, like, I think I'm quite externally driven, so I'm motivated to do something if someone's going to be there or I'm going out or I'm meeting someone to do something, but those things which are kind of private habits of, you know, reading Bible at a particular time every day, it's easy to say no to those when there's external pressures. But, yeah, yeah. all those things are kind of a little bit gone now, so... It's actually a good opportunity to go back to those most important things and find ways of putting them in every day because that's not only good when you're in a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> this is just good disciplines for, it's Christian, good for the Christian life. Yeah. yeah. So I think. But that's there's, a, good. there's one of the joys then would be this is an opportunity to have the, like all of the clutter in our lives. Yes. Just is going to quieten down a little bit. Mm. And, it's, you know, it probably hasn't quietened down yet because we're still in the you know, the mess of it all and we're still trying to figure out yeah. what life looks like. Yeah. And, but I think we will kind of, we'll have to settle into a, a pattern of ISO life. Yeah. <laughs> and so figuring out, okay, what are good things I can put in place now yeah. to help me with yeah. that? Yeah. It's like, we got an email from our mission partners from St. Matthew's, the Chapmans, who mm. live in, in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were saying, you know, all the traffic's gone off the streets and now the, yeah. the skies are clear and they're blue. It's like amazing. The, the, oh, no pollution. Yeah, this just Because Mexico yeah. City has really high pollution rates. Yeah, totally. Like really high. And just like... The, I think the same happened in China. Yeah. Yeah. But like as a metaphor. Mm. But just like what is happening with our lives. Like all of the things that kind of crowd in and make mm. things really kind of heavy and lack the kind of space that we need. Now that's all gone. And it, yeah. You kind of have this blue sky opportunity... Um, and yet, to to put in it that those patterns of daily devotion mm. and exercise, yeah, and drawing near to God, not yeah, just in going to church, but personally, like yeah. to actually mm. enjoy that and to have the time and, and yeah. space to do it. 
and the prompting of like a felt need. I think when yes, you're rich yeah. and you live in a rich society, sometimes it's like I'm asking God for things, but I know that they're all going to happen because there's money. So, <laughs> like, I don't mean that flippantly. Like, you yeah. know, no, what I, no, like yeah. I think that is an easy kind of subconscious thing that happens. Mm. Um, but now there is a question mark over tomorrow. There's a lot of question marks been. over yeah. yeah the days over provisions over yeah lots of things so i think yeah we're being prompted to yeah lean definitely. on god more well only as much as we always should but yeah it's a correction I, I was chatting with a friend of mine who is uh, she's a missionary in spain and like the the situation in spain is quite bad it's, mm. it's just kind of second to italy and um but chatting with her actually was helpful because you know we were able to encourage each other to look to jesus but then also just gave me a bit of perspective of like you know there's a good and right grief to when your world turns upside down and we shouldn't pretend like that's Mm. not there shouldn't skim over that you got to you know work through that but also it was helpful just to process it to be like actually no god is the god of the whole world and he's in control of all things and you know i'm struggling with the idea that I just see myself, who is a lovely person, but usually not the only person I like to see in three D. But um, you know, in Spain, she's she was telling me about the yeah the rates of people that uh, aren't even able to go to funerals or burying family members. Yeah, and I just thought, okay, that's a a helpful. My grief is still real, but that's a helpful perspective, and also. I can join with her in praying for the people of Spain. Mm. Um, and yeah. I've got a quiet house. And I've got plenty of time to pray. <laughs> and so, you know, what a good opportunity to be like those Puritans who spend hours a day yeah. um, in prayer. I don't mm. think I've quite got the muscles for that yet. Um, and but that I think comes you build prayer muscles, right? Exactly. So, well, that's what I mean. <laughs> let's Come back to 1 Peter. You know the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. He's talking that's about different right. kind of sufferings, but... Like, it mm. is a good reminder that, yeah, a we are still a family of believers around the world and we can keep praying for each other and we can keep standing firm in the faith with each other. Which yeah. is a connectedness in this yes. disconnected mm. yeah. kind of world. Mm. Yeah, a powerful connectedness to know that we are brothers and sisters in Christ mm. and we can be praying for each other. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I feel like we've only just scratched the surface of this topic. and We, mm. we, we haven't actually... talked much about practical resistance of the devil, really. No, we but... have. We've All talked right. about personal devotion. Oh, yeah. We've talked about continuing to meet together. Mm. We've talked about prayerfulness, being mindful of the situations of mm. others. Yeah. And grieving. Grieving. Like, yeah. Being know, real. Acknowledging our sinfulness. <laughs> um, and setting up kind of practical structures in your house and home office and... There's mm-hmm. patterns of life which acknowledge that, you know, sinful desire is kind of real. Yeah. Is real, and that the the devil wants to. to He's trap always us. prowling around yeah. looking for opportunities, so don't give him one. So I think that's a good start, talking about that mm. topic. Yeah. Um, we might circle back to this same topic. I'm sure that will. this will keep being an issue for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but if we don't wrap up now. Dorothy's going to join the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and she is one of the noisier persons of our family, so... Uh, so, um, Ez, you have our home, home hack. hack. Oh, Ooh, quick, yeah. Well, uh, very. all my home hacks are going to be very predictable. This one is... Basically, I was doing my washing up this morning, and as I was washing up, I was looking at the flowers in my hanging basket, and I thought, you know what? 
that brings me joy. So plants might not bring you joy, but I think that they will. So get a plant. <laughs> if you're not an indoor, outdoor plant person, then uh, now's the time to get a plant. Mm. Bunnings still has a couple left. And uh, I think it's a good reminder to see how, uh, you know, life still grows and the yes. wonder of God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bunnings so, is going to start home delivering as well. Oh, really? So just order a... Apparently. They advertised okay. to me on Facebook, so I didn't look into the details. You <laughs> might need a $500 delivery, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's a real. I don't know if that's a real home hack, but <laughs> well, it is. It's like now that you're at home, make your home a place you want to be. Exactly. Yeah. You can't With be simple. Yeah. You can't be out in the world looking things. at all the beautiful gardens that God has yeah. created. So create yourself just yeah. a little tiny, tiny little piece of that. Okay, the verse that I'm going to finish with today is from Psalm 90. These are just the first two verses. Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. Before the mountains were born, or before, oh, sorry, before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the whole world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Amen. Amen. Goodbye from us. <laughs>